you know, I was thinking the perfect song to come in would have been, I'm going to wash that gray right out of my head. Remember that commercial? It was way back in the day. I think it was in the 70s when they had Calgon commercials. But uh, yeah, you're not supposed to wash the gray right out of your hair now. No, no, no. That's yesterday. Now it's about keeping the gray in your hair. And uh, Dove Soap has launched this hashtag, keep the gray. It's this social media campaign. They're piggybacking on all of the, you know, Lisa LaFlemme debacle that's still making headlines all over the place. And so they've recently tweeted that age is beautiful. Women should be able to do it on their own terms without consequences. And then they show this Dove logo. It turns all gray and notes women with gray hair are being edged out of the workplace. So Dove is going gray. Together, we support women aging beautifully on their own terms. They've also donated some money to a Canadian organization. But they're, they want to say, go gray with us. You know, turn your profile picture into grayscale and keep the gray. Hashtag I will not be part of this campaign, but nonetheless, Alyssa Freeman joining us, communications strategist and pulp culture expert. I have not talked to you in a long time. So nice to chat with you. Oh, when they asked me to have this interview with you, <laughs> Alex, I jumped at the chance because it has been a long time. So, so happy to reconnect. Well, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Well, I worked in television, so like none of this surprises me that this debate is going on. I will say, Alyssa, when I first saw Lisa, who I know, um, and she had donned her gray hair, I was shocked because I she would have known what she was doing. It, she has a brand, and when you work in television, and I've had it happen to me twice that I can think of. I had other things happen, but twice where I there was one time when I colored my hair darker, and the news director this was when I was in Calgary, and he was like, uh, "What have you done? Um, can you please talk to me before you do that?" And then there was another. Time when I was working at a Toronto uh, TV newsroom where um, I had gone shorter and they were like, what have you done? Like, this is not your brand. And so whether people realize it or not, like these TV stations brand you. So when you don't actually consult with them and tell them, by the way, I'm completely changing my look, they question it. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. but Might not time, be right, but it is not new. It is, uh, I guess that's my point. No, no, it's not new. And I would also uh, say that there is more... Um, criteria uh, on women uh, broadcasters that are on For the sure. earth and on men. So uh, when Lisa Laflamme was going gray, the first thing I thought of was, oh, she's going gray. And I thought, well, that's so smart. We're in the middle of a pandemic. She's showing <laughs> that you can look going gray and you're not supposed to be seeing your hairdresser in secret. Um, who, me? Yes, me. But, you know, and <laughs> and but I have to say, you know, if I'm here giving a, a critique on her her gray, that she's done it beautifully. And then after, for me, the gray just went away and you get back to listening to the news and, and the reporting. And that's what we really should be doing. So honestly, from a PR perspective, this has turned into more of a debacle for CTV. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe they fired her for different reasons, Alex. We don't know. Maybe well, I'm sure there's out. always more than one reason. I don't actually think, I think more. there were a myriad of issues, but. Yeah. Absolutely. But you know what, when you don't contain the story and when you don't roll out the story properly, this is when other narratives take over what you were trying to do. So in, in despite a clean break, other people started, you know, uh, coming, popping up as anonymous sources and they seem very credible because they would say somebody in the C-suite or somebody in the know to the inner circle. And this is what people believe. So here you have something that's gained its own traction. You can say that it's gone viral because viral mm -hmm. means that it had this organic momentum. And then you have a company like Dove, which this is totally on brand for them because they're yeah, all about totally. inclusivity and body inclusivity. So why not hair inclusivity? Yeah, look, I, uh, you know, this is right up there. I, I, oh, hey, 
I don't know what that beep was. I don't know if you heard it on your end, but uh, I don't think a nuclear bomb's going off. Um, so I'll continue. But it's interesting because um, they're hoping and they're going to try to milk this. It's a Canadian story. I don't know how far it will go, but it, it seems to be taking a little bit of a movement. Now, I don't think uh, every woman's going to go out there and say, you know what, I'm done coloring my hair. But I do think, is it changing the conversation? Do you think that this is a change of the conversation moment? I'm not so sure all of a sudden, um, Alyssa, we're going to see a bunch of gray-haired newscasters because the reality is they're going younger. They just, women in broadcasting, you know that you're hot and then you're not. It's You don't have a long shelf life. It's It's tough to stay there. Not just women in broadcasting, Alex, but women in the workplace. You know, I'm a woman of a certain age and I color my hair. I'm blonde now. It used to be dark. And I do that because I think I look like hell in gray hair. So <laughs> I know, and I know a lot of people who I'm sure you, you know, did the opposite. Yeah. They think they look great in gray hair. And I look at them and I'm like, eh, not so much, but you know, there is the, the notion of ageism. It's not a notion. It's a fact. And honestly, if you work in certain industries and you are approaching 50, you better lawyer up because that package might be coming because you have outlived your usefulness, even though you have all this worldly experience and that's that's what bugs me the most, Alyssa, is that you really, it's not until, certainly for me anyway, I mean, I, yeah, I could read a press release when I was 26 and then regurgitate it. That's not reporting. Really, you no. don't become good at what you're doing, certainly not in this business, till you've got experience. And you don't get that experience until you're around the, over the 40 mark. Because you really, so yeah, and then you're done for in a lot of businesses, not necessarily radio, but you're done. Yeah. yeah, there's a certain TV station in this city that when I turn on, I think it's a high school project now. I honestly think it looks like I, I work for that station that telling me the news. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. telling me the I know news you're talking and about. Yeah. you know what I'm talking about. I'm turning it on. I'm thinking, did we all just, is this part of your high school curricula? Is this the group that's yeah. in, in today? Then, and I have no confidence in that. Honestly. I mean, this, if I want someone just to tell me the news, I'll go to my daughter and say, what did you hear on the news today? Okay. But if I want somebody with gravitas that can give me sort of an opinion or, or put the, the story in a particular light because they have that experience to do so, that's the news I'm going to listen to. And that's the news I'm going to watch. So, for example, when I was in the car and I was listening to you, Alex, and you're talking about Toronto bylaws and you're talking about Mayor Tory, I'm not going mm. to get that opinion from a 25-year-old. Sorry. I'm just not. No. I don't care how good you think you are. But you, well, you have, have to, to live in the city and experience like the crime. You have to actually live through it and go, and I can tell you because I live through it. If you don't have that experience, then you're just, you're not, you're not telling anything sincere. So I think this is, you know, yes, the gray is the flashpoint. The gray is the talking point. But what this is, this is really about ageism. And if you were to say to me that is there ageism in the workplace, I would say 110%. And now as a consultant, I don't worry about ageism in the workplace because I come in and I come out. And luckily, mm. I look younger than I am. So people are often shocked. Well, I hope they're not feigning shock, but they're shocked. <laughs> To learn how old I am. So, you know, I take age off of the table because I am not within a corporate structure. I am my own business and you're hiring actually for my brain. So, and it's, and it's sad that the two cannot correlate or live together when you are within a corporate organization or a structure. I'm just going to forecast at some point in the next like month, I see, I see a, a new campaign of a bunch of young women, every woman, they're going to, they're going to do like a hashtag, I'm gray, and they'll, whether they fake gray their hair or whatever, everyone's going to go gray, because uh, uh seems to be the trend these days. All right, I got to let you go. We will talk again. Hope you're well, and uh, you look great for whatever your age you, you are. I'm not going to ask, because it's very rude to do so.
And and you always look great too, Alex, no doubt. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you. Because I color my hair. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do, I can. All right, that is Alyssa Freeman joining us. And yeah, look, I, I, I every couple of months, I'll just, there you go, little rinse. All good. When I have to go gray, I'll go gray. I, I actually think at some point as a woman, if you've got stark black hair and you're like 90, there's something very unnatural looking about that. So I do think at one point, at some point, women do look very uh, much more beautiful when they age out naturally than trying to keep that black hair that we all know at 98, you don't have black hair. It's just a bit jarring.